You are welcome to the Pinterest and SEO space, but more importantly, you're welcome to the We Don't Play podcast station. And I have an amazing guest today who I met on Clubhouse and she has so much to give and I'm so excited for her to be here. This is a time of the month that people are really thinking about what to do with their time, how they feel about themselves and getting ready for the middle of the month. I'm excited to bring Cookie to the show today and she's about to tell us more about herself. So I'm gonna bring her to the floor. Hey Cookie, how are you today? Hey, favor. I am amazing. And yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, we've met on Clubhouse a couple of times. We've spoken, but meeting you is like, wow, it's finally good to connect with you here. I know. It feels so good to actually, you hear all these voices on Clubhouse. So it's amazing to actually put a face with the voice. Yeah. So definitely, I'm glad to actually meet you. Yeah. Like you said, we talked a few times on Clubhouse, but this is amazing. Yeah. Same here. Thank yeah. you so much. I'm yeah. sure guys are wondering, hmm, this topic, what is what is going on here? This is a, a free space and I'm excited to bring this up again because you guys know I don't bring this every time. So when it comes, it comes hot. <laughs> so I would love you to take over and let us know more about you, what you do, and then we can go into the discussion for today. Sure, definitely. I am Cookie Smith with Lashes and Lace. Um, that's L-A-S-H-E-S, the letter N, L-A-C-E. Um, I is actually a women's online um, intimate boutique. I specialize in lingerie for the curvy plus size women. Um, I generally sell uh, lingerie from sizes small to three, four X. Um, generally, that goes up to 2024 for, um, like I said, curvy women. Um, sorry about that. Favor? No problem. I know. Um, so, um, God just kind of threw me off there. So for once again, for the um, standard size to plus size woman, I have been in business um, since 2012, um, totally online. We will be moving to an actual storefront for within the next year, but right now um, we're totally online. In addition, I do um, sell sex toys, um, which a lot of people tend to shy away from. Um, I tell people all the time, sex is natural, so um, never shy away from it. Um, and I can tell about these things because I'm not just a person that actually sells them. I am a user, so it's nothing in my boutique that I cannot personally tell you about, whether it's from lingerie to toys, because once again, um, I am, I guess I should say, self, um, self-educated. I get to know all these things by testing out and actually um moving forward with products that's amazing um, yeah so that's uh, where i started at and where i am wow first of all congratulations on the next big milestone you're about to take on thank you you're welcome that's amazing you know this is growth you know some people started that way and they come online some people start online and then they go so why did you guys start online in 2012 not even 2020 Actually, we started online in 2012. Um, a little history behind it. The brand was developed by me and my husband in um, 2012. Um, it's a crazy story behind it. I actually um, had gained a lot of weight. And um, I went on a fitness journey to where I wanted to get the weight off. 
Um, my husband is very big on fitness, so he helped me like um, conquer the fear of trying to get it off and start exercising really rapidly, um, watching what I ate and so forth. Next thing you know, I was like 50 pounds down. So I was so encouraged to want to be in lingerie because I got this brand new body and it's like, hey, I want to see what comes with this, it comes with that. So boom, next thing you know, I started playing with lingerie and then hence slap ashes and lace was born because I was so intrigued what I had done with my body. I was feeling so good about being sexy. I was feeling good about still being curvy and being in lingerie. Um, I was really like um, adamant about exploring my body and exploring toys. So it was just, just felt natural just to go with the whole, um, the boutique um, online as well as with the toys. I wasn't really sure how it would do as far as brick and mortar, so that's why we actually started online. And it started doing really good, so, and it's done pretty good over the years. So it's like one of those things now, it's like, you know, eventually we want to take it to the next level, which will be the brick and mortar. That's nice. That's really interesting because when you think about the knowledge, like you said, not many people are comfortable going or walking to a store like that. You know, they'll be looking back, they'll be like, is there anybody watching me? And it's so weird. I'm like, why are you so... Like, do you do that when you go to a grocery store or the bank or the airport? Like, why are you, why are you tripping? <laughs> so, how, why, are people, why do people do that? <laughs> because they're not comfortable with themselves. You know, it's like people, society teaches us that, uh, let's just say, um, Macy's and the Walmarts and all that. It's just like society teaches us that that's natural. Society does not teach us that it's natural just to go into a sex store or a lingerie store. It's always some kind of shaming that's associated with it. So that's what made me say, you know, I'm really going to get into this space and show women how natural it is. And not only the person that just says, okay, come here and buy. I'm the person that says, once again, I live it. I wear it so I can tell you about it and help you get through the fact that it's, it's really natural. It's just nothing to be ashamed of. Your body is your body. Um, it's magnificent. You only get one. Um, whether, um, like I said, you're thin when I mean, they too thin to win or, you know, bigger, it doesn't matter. You should be happy with your body and you should never be ashamed to, you know, go into a place to do anything that makes you feel good about your body. I love that because people don't think about those things. You know, they think, oh, I'm too big. Or I'm too small. I'm too short. I'm too tall. You don't really get to see that vibe when you express yourself. You know, when you think about the confidence, even in that mindset you have to be very focused you have, your mind has to be there because if your mind is not there you're not it's not going to work so if someone is not confident when they're walking into a store how can they be confident when it's actually going on exactly well i tell women this all the time you know um my favorite saying is you can't dictate to a woman what should make her feel sexy if Excuse me, you feel comfortable in it? Don't worry about what the next person says. It's kind of like one of those things. I guess I should say, I'm trying to think of the best way to, what analogy I can use for this. In speech, I took speech in college, and it was like one of my favorite subjects because you learn that when you're giving a speech, you block 
everything out around you. That is gonna help you be most successful. You go in front of a room and you act like there's no one around because that's the way that you're gonna get through that speech and don't get stage fright. Same thing when you go into a store. You go into a store and you act like there's no one around because that way there's no one there to frighten you. And believe it or not, the person standing next to you can be the same scared person as you are and you don't even know it. Going through the same stage fright as you are and you don't even know it. But when you learn to block people's thoughts out, when you learn to block people out and just focus on your own space, you'll be surprised how much of a better person you'll begin to know that you are because you're so focused on you and not what other people other people think or have to say about you. Yeah. I believe that too. And if you see that confidence, that's why even women love a man with confidence. So if you, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a, yeah, it's a trait. So the chivalry, the, the, the humor, those are things that are looked for. And if you add confidence to it, that's like a really good spice. <laughs> so if yeah. it's, you know what I'm saying? So like, how do, yeah. how does a woman make the man feel more secure? If let's say both of them are kind of tagged, that it's like a tug of war. They don't know what to do. One wants it, the other doesn't, and you can't really understand because you're not really educated, like you said. Well, one thing about it, I would say one thing about couples is you're supposed to work really hard on building each other up. So you build off of each other's confidence. One should not lead the other into a place to where they're not feeling confident about themselves. If you work together with it, um, you'll be surprised how much teamwork you can get done. So I think that's the main thing is helping your mate um, feel comfortable with themselves. And as I just explained to you a while ago how physically fit my husband is, I never was that physically fit, but he never makes me feel um, uncomfortable. He always pushes. And that's something you've got to do with your mate. Push them to be a better person. Push them to feel comfortable within their space. Because when they see that you're working with them, then it gives you the power to feel so confident. You're not feeling like you're lacking, um, that you're um, not adequate for them. It's like it all works together for the good when you're supporting each other. Mm, I love that. Support is key because you also have to communicate in the process. You can, you know, and some people don't communicate because you never know what someone likes until you ask. But sometimes you're so scared to ask that you don't even want to know. Right, right. And that's the thing. The unknown is scary. That's one thing I have learned. The unknown is scary. People don't ask questions because they don't want to know. They're always scared for the outcome of something. I won't ask in that way. I won't be worried about the outcome, whatever it be. It won't frighten me away. I won't be uncomfortable with what they have to tell me. Communication is key. You have to talk. You have to speak to your partner to let them know what you love and what you don't love. If you don't come, come have a conversation about it, you'll never know where you can go in a relationship, um, whether it's um, sexually, intellectually. However, communication is key. That's facts. Speaking of communication, yes. now imagine a couple that is focused on this and let's say there's lack of satisfaction and now we include Mm -hmm. the toys so how does this play a role because i think and this is what i see is that most times it's like that is a last resort 
because people don't get that satisfaction because they think that that's just a way of kicking the guy out and vice versa. So people have that misconception of what it's meant for in the first place. So could we get a like a quick backstory so that people are like, okay, now I understand what this is supposed to do. <laughs> okay, well, let's just say this. I disagree with the fact that toys kick the your mate. Let's just say mate because everybody's not heterosexual, so let's just say mate. I disagree that toys kick your mate out of the scenario. Toys are supposed to be an enhancer. You'd be surprised at what toys can do in conjunction with a sexual relationship. There are some toys that um, are men and women stimulating, so it just really enhances the bedroom. I don't think that it takes away. You do need to know how to properly, properly use them, lubricate and clean them, but it definitely is an enhancer. Um, women are, have so many central parts to them. You'd be surprised um, how many nerves the body is built up on. But that's a whole other topic. But I will just say that definitely toys are an enhancer, not only for the women, uh, for the woman, but as well as the man, because there are things uh, generously that toys can do for a man as well that you cannot, or I should say, do not always come into um, interaction with with just your natural body parts. Okay. Now, when I think about this, and like you mentioned with the lubricants and all that great stuff, sometimes people don't need it. Sometimes people want it, but they don't know which one to get. So there's always this science of, am I getting the hemp version? Am I getting the the good version? Am I getting the clear version? Am I getting the coconut oil? Like, is it is it baby oil? <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> no baby oil, no baby oil. I will say this, lubricant is a personal preference. On me, myself, I find that water-based, I like water-based better because I'm more of a natural person. I'm not into putting too many things on my body or in my body that are not natural. So I just always go with something that doesn't require much um, alteration or manufacturing to it. Now, I will say that you have warming lubricants, which are a sensation. You have um, goodness. You have flavored lubricants, which are uh, uh, enhancing too, because you can use them in so many different ways. You've got what chocolate chips, strawberry, cherries. I mean, they've got in so many different flavored lubricants. Still, it's hard to keep up with. I mean, even now they have a um, what do you call it? Um, Oh God, um, cannabis lubricant. So it's just so many different ways you can go with it. But once again, it's on a personal preference because everybody requires something else, um, something different, I should say. And in addition to that, um, I will also say not everybody needs lubricants. So um, some people don't even use it. And outside of lubricants too, they're meant for other things as well. As I mentioned, all the different flavors, scents, um, warming, cooling, and all those things. It's just not always meant for actually lubricating. They also can be used as other methods for sexual satisfaction. I believe so too. I think that's really where that education comes in. So they can learn how yeah. to use it themselves 
where do they go to find this information is it google do they need to do like a couple coaching do they have to go because i know like in some cities there's the couples do yoga they go in there and it's all stretched out everybody is literally free and you're like are we are we here (laughs) well i will say that some cities do offer couple coaching um so that is a way to go about it i personally like i said i'm self-taught so i do a lot of reading i go to classes um i educate couples on different um once again lubricants and different toys and so forth like that but Everyone in their city should have someone, and if you're going to explore toys, that you can go to to learn these things because you want to play safe. Um, there is a million different toy companies out there, but all of them don't do serve the same purpose. So you really got to do your homework. Everybody goes to Google for everything. Google is an amazing tool, but at the same time, Google is the same platform that if you diagnose it to ask, hey, my leg is swollen up, well, how do you think you're killing yourself? Right. So at the same time, you've got to be real careful where you get your education from. I would say books um, from sex um, sex educators is important, people that actually know what they're doing. And once again, not people that actually are just there to write books or whatever. You need someone that's actually living it. Because if, if somebody is recommending something to you, but they haven't experienced it, how good is their knowledge for you when it's something that they don't actually live by and utilize all the time? Mm. So I would say definitely you need to get your information from an a educator that's actually living what they're teaching you. I believe so. That's a great point you mentioned. Because if you can't show me what you did, how can you... <laughs> Tell me what you saw. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I don't know about you, but I don't want anybody teaching me anything that hasn't actually went through the process and did it and can tell me how it works can tell me how it feels can right. tell me how it looks on you i mean i need to know these things much i'm the kind of person my dreams need detail so give me everything that i need to know and if you're that person that's been there your credibility stands goes a long way with me because you're proving to me that you're credible in your space you know how that works you know how that feels you know it's once again you've actually explored the product Exactly. So that, in fact, yeah, that in fact makes you like the king or queen in your craft because you've actually lived it. Exactly. I'm a self-taught drummer, self-taught creative, and it just plays into my self-teaching practice. You know, I'm, and it's like I don't know. Like you can't teach something. You can't. Like it's so innate that you just can't express it. You just have to show it, and then someone can pick it up from there. That's how you can get people observing. You watch. You know, when people are watching now, you know, we talked about not really in depth, but there's just been this thing going on with OnlyFans and the bank and couples. And now there are new platforms and now it's actually turning into streams for creatives and also couples. Some couples are doing this in a subscription formats. They're doing it. in a, So tell us how, how does this play a role in what's really going on with the spicy sauces going around now? Well, I tell you one thing, OnlyFans has went to a whole other level. And I will say, I'm not on there, so I don't know everything that goes on there. It's just like literally what I hear about it. But couples do take to it. I mean, because one thing about it is we can never deny sex sales, no matter what form it's in, 
it's been proven since the beginning of time, sex sales. So, um, yeah, definitely couples are getting into own bands and they're using toys and everything else that they can't do to spice up the bedroom as well as these social platforms. Would you recommend a couple to do that? Because now they're wondering, how do they even start if some of them don't even want to touch the phone? <laughs> so, like, how, how do they... Is that something they need to spice it up or... It just depends on your dream. It depends on your dream. It depends on your personality. I will say this. Um, I've known people that they call it Pandora's box. They opened up that element of their bedroom and they couldn't get it back because they went too far. So it's definitely a basis of how you want to go with it. I mean, like me myself, I'm too stingy. So I, I'm just not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going on um, subscriptions and inviting all these people into my bedroom and all that stuff. But you just do it so if it works for you, then go for it. I just don't think it's something that you need to explore to explore your partner. You mm. first need to explore your partner and know your partner if they're going to open up those doors because literally I've heard of couples taking that and making, um, like I said, they tell me I've opened up Pandora's box and I can't give it back. That's crazy. Because mm-hmm. now it, it now makes me think about you know just like the clubs now there you know there are there are different types of swinger clubs and there are types of you know open doors closed doors <laughs> it's like different tiers you don't know what's going on so you don't even know what is what so like right. do you think couples should explore those things because sometimes they don't know and if they know and someone tells them you know the girlfriend's like have you tried this girlfriend this? i'm like and then you you see the guy the guy's like no and then maybe you want to try it, and then before you know it you're both in this club and and it's really going down so and then you're connecting with people and it's all exclusive but it's all inclusive too so how how does someone see that our goal has always been your ultimate satisfaction we offer the best internet service for canadian families with no contractor commitment and unlimited internet speed plus a seven-day trial and 100% refund. Your satisfaction is guaranteed with Transat Telecom. Well, I will tell you, in my experience, I should say this. I don't think that you could tell me any man that has not dreamed or been involved in a relationship with more than one woman. Um... Every man that I probably come in contact with, that's always been a dream or a fantasy of mine. Now, I just think, once again, you should explore whatever makes you happy, whatever you're comfortable with. I don't think you should do anything outside of your comfort zone, anything that your partner is pushing you to do, because it's not your comfort level. And if your partner is pushing you to do something, You're never going to be comfortable with it. You're never going to be satisfied with it. It's always going to be something in the back of your mind. Why did I do this? Should I have done this? Should I not done this? Oh my God, what's going to come from this? So always feel comfortable about the choices that you make. And I just think once again, if you start going into the swinger setting, you need to be prepared for what you're opening up because you're changing a whole different you're I guess I should say you're approaching a whole different animal. You're you're going into a whole different lifestyle. 
Uh, and you just need to research and know the lifestyle that you're getting into. Because once again, no one can write a book and tell you how every experience is going to be. Because experiences are going to be different. People are going to learn to love different things about it. Some people are going to learn to hate different things about it. So it's something that you personally have to set up some kind of comfort zone and say, am I willing to go this far? Do I want to do this? Um, will this change my life forever? Will this end my relationship? There's so many factors that you have to think about when you start getting into this because, once again, it's going to change you in some kind of way. It could change you for the good. It could change you for the bad. It's no way of knowing it until you get there. Um, I've heard success stories about it as well, Faith, so I can't say that it's all been bad. I've heard couples who've actually loved it. Then again, I've had couples who said that they thought it would just be a one-time thing and they would be on their way. Unfortunately, it was not a one-time thing because you've had situations to where one may feel for the other, the third person in the relationship, quote-unquote, and that wasn't what was supposed to happen. So it's just one of those things you have to tiptoe really lightly because you just never know what's going to happen, especially if you're doing it for the satisfaction of what makes to say, I'm just going to try this and, and you know, see where we can go from here. You have to be really, really sure that you're going to be comfortable with whatever the outcome will be. Yeah, that's deep. Cause some people want to like put their toes in they want to feel like oh the water's warm <laughs> and then they want to dive and like oh man it's chilly inside <laughs> so it's yes. it's different yes 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 so you just really need to be prepared to what you get into but like i said all the time i say it all the time sex is natural so whatever makes you feel good just do it but whatever you do you need to be safe doing it because we all know so many things are going on right now so many things have been going on the last let um, last two or three decades so we definitely need to play safe on um, whatever your decisions are with um not being so promiscuous you just really need to be safe and practice safe sex and whatever your decision tends to be yeah because it's not even anything about the practice now it's turned into like oh my health oh who is this person is energy attitude it's like a whole lot of baggage but at the same time you don't know what is going to carry that it's going to be either good tidings or <laughs> problems so you don't know and i will say these days i've seen it to where sex is more casual it's not even about love or affection anymore it's just casual and so it's gone to a whole nother place. Um, and once again, I can't say that it's good or bad, it's, it's your preference, but it's just one of those things that's just totally changed. It's just like everybody's everybody's everywhere. And so it's just, like I said, you just have to be careful whatever your decisions are. Mm, I think so too. Especially even couples now, when you think about it, you know, there's also this misconception about like, Oh, pleasing myself and oh I'm not supposed to oh you know you're not enough I'm not enough for you like those things are then when you add toys to it it's like okay now you're really pushing it <laughs> so it's like people are people have those things you hear the stories about oh yeah he can do that you know she can do that so how like communication is key because that's how it all started you know but yeah. at the same time like how do you not get to that point where it becomes repulsive instead of being attractive well, once again, it's the communication thing. And I will say, toy, they're excitement, baby. I haven't really had any 
um, my customers who come back and said mm, he didn't want it or she didn't want it mm. because it's so much of attraction to it like there's so many bells and whistles on toys to where you've got so many moving parts they do so many different things it's an excitement I've had couples that will say like dang I pulled it out and she or he jumped in the bed like it's because it's so much attraction to what's going to come behind it sex becomes the place to where eventually you know the beginning and you know the ending pretty much point blank right you know there's a beginning and you know there's an ending with a toy you just don't know what the beginning is you don't know what the ending is because it can take you so many different ways once again so many different moving parts on it it's um serves so many different pleasures so you really don't know is how much of an exploration and exploration it is can go to so many different levels on it so um i have to say that people have to get over the phobia that is going to ruin the relationship that's going to get in the way because i just really don't think in my experience that it has gotten in the way if anything, it's definitely been an asset to add different flavor to the bedroom. Mm, I think so too. It just changes the dynamics as well because you, totally. you know, like now you're looking forward to it instead of it just being a, a job or a duty <laughs> or a chore. Exactly. And that's why I said a beginning and an end. When you involve the toy, there's no beginning and there's no end because you just never know where you're going to end up. It's like one of those things. Let's just see how you say this. Um, I'm going to, when you're cooking, and just think you're cooking, let's just say an egg. You're cooking an egg scramble. Then you might want to fry it. Then you might want to boil it. It's like so many aspects of how you can cook an egg or um, any food or whatever to where you never know what the outcome is with a toy. And I know that might be a crazy analogy to use for it, but I'm just trying to show how many different dynamics um, that you can use a toy in to where you just never know where it's going to lead you to. There's no beginning and there's no end to a toy because there's so many different aspects that you can use it in. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is going to help people understand better about what they can do with it rather than just look at it like nah i'm not ready or i'm not i don't need it because some people say i don't need it i'm fine because the guy would be like his ego would like check that so it's a lot of things to put you know in the moving parts but i think more importantly i think it's when there's that base and you start to ask those questions i think like there are card games as well those things kind of like open up it's like playing uno with your best friend (laughs) so you know Yeah. And then you know what? That's a whole nother spice up. Just think sex cards. You and your mate sitting there playing sex cards. Now you're in a whole nother arena. Okay. For those that might drink, two shots here, bra come off here. Right. Two shots here, underwear come off here. It's just like, it's just a whole different arena to the basic. Let's just get naked and get busy. It's just now you created a whole different arena for sex. So it's just so much more that you could do with toy. And just, I'm glad that you did mention that because it doesn't always have to be a toy that you pleasure yourself with. Sex toys can come in the form of, just like you said, cards. It can come in the form of dice. 
they can come in the form of different things to get you active, to act different sexually. So once again, it's just so many things that are involved with it. And I can call them novelties. Mm. So in addition to sex toys, you have the novelties, which you can use things to change your behavior in the daily life. So, yes. Oh yeah, definitely. These are things that people don't even know or think of. They don't even know what to call them. Should I go to Target or should I go to Tokyo Valentino or should I go to Lashes and Lace? Where do I go? It's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. So definitely, I tell people all the time, you never know what you're going to get until you explore it. Don't get so stuck on being one way because you never know what's on the other side of the wall. Oh yeah. But once again, it goes back to you've got to know what you're comfortable with. Don't let anybody push you into something that you don't feel comfortable with because you're not going to be satisfied with the outcome. Get into a place where you can feel comfortable with yourself, sexual pleasure. And ultimately, I think every woman should get into the habit or know their own body. And that's where self-pleasing starts. Because my analogy on that is, how will you tell your mate how you like to be pleased if you don't even know what you like? If you don't even know your whole body, your own body, how are you going to tell somebody else how to explore your body? Mm. So I think it's really important for women to know their own body, and that's for sure. And and, and men sometimes feel like with that thought, oh, if she gets so involved with her own body, then she won't be, she won't need me. That's not true. Because that woman at that point can tell you how she likes to be touched, where she likes to be touched, how often she likes to be touched, you know, and then she's not getting to the mindset that she's being militant. Heck, to me, I'm thinking it's making the job easier for you because at the same time, your woman is helping you know how she likes to feel. She's helping you know how to explore her body. So I think people need to get more into the mindset that it's helping them and versus harming them. Yeah. I think so too. And mm-hmm. when you think about confidence, like you mentioned, like sometimes some women feel confident and like in parties or in clubs or those kind of things, when you see those things, some people like being watched. Some people don't like the like the curtains closed. Some people want everything, you know, lights on, lights off. There's so many different variables and people don't know these things, but sometimes it's like that confidence is where it's built. And then once you see it happen, you're like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> Right, 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 right. But you have to start somewhere. And once you start, then you're like, like you just say, oh, wow. I didn't know that was going to be that easy. Oh, wow. I didn't know I was going to like that that much. Oh, wow. I didn't know I was going to love that. But how do you know what you like if you never tried it? You know, yeah. it's just like a person. And I like this. I always probably will use food as an analogy because I love food. But it's like one of those things. How will you know what type of food you don't like or you do like if you never try we get so stuck on the foods that we do know we don't even explore how many other cuisines are out there mm. so the same is with sex if you with toys i should say you get so stuck on one thing the other day so you don't even know what's out there because you just get stuck on doing things on what Speaking of one way, <laughs> positions is something that is so stuck. <laughs> oh yeah. So we can have we can have all the jam and butter and, and you know all the good stuff, the Nutella, you know, this this maple syrup, <laughs> whatever you wanna have, you know, it's on there, but you you're going to the same 
position you're going to the same style so and if you don't know how can you like train that is there a way do you have to read a book do you have to now watch it together like do you have to play something and what like how can someone feel comfortable that way um i think book reading if you want to take it up or not yeah movies i mean movies right there it shows you everything that you want to see right there and if it's something hey you want to try that you think that'll work like it's right there in front of your face. So at that point, there's no reason involved. It's either you see something that's like, I think I want to try it. Uh, no, that might be too much work. Oh, this might be a better, whatever. But I think movies are definitely the way to go. When you say movies, <laughs> you know, it's like you're putting trailers and bloopers in the middle. <laughs> right. Well, let's just say porn. We'll just take it straight to porn. That's hit it. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. And you know what? Sometimes you have to excuse me because I try not to be as just blunt. But yeah. it's necessary sometimes. But porn, porn, porn will show you everything that you want to know. Now, I will say, once again, take it with caution because they're stars. You don't want to get to doing something that you don't even know if your body could do because a lot of it, they're actors. So you've got to proceed with that as caution as well, with caution as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Do you think that helps when you see them? Because sometimes they could try that and then they turn it off or they could just leave it on and then wake up the next morning and see like a whole Rolodex. So it's like, how does that play a role? And if if you've had that experience or not, you know, or maybe heard maybe one of your stories that you've been told, like how does that look like from outside looking in? Well, I have um, customers who swear by it, who swear that porn is the best thing since sliced bread. I mean, it gets them in the mood. Like, they're starting out watching TV, then the next thing you know, porn is on, then the next, the next thing you know, they're in position, clothes are off, they're um, watching the movie. Like, um, So I would say that it's one of those things, too. And I know you're probably so tired of hearing me say this, that it's it's your preference, but everybody has to find their space because I have customers again that say they just love it. I mean, they want to buy tapes all the time. They want to um, look at different positions. They want to look at um, how things are done. Um, it spices up the bedroom because they, they get burned out on the same moves. Some people don't even know, but maybe two or three positions when there are so many positions out there. I mean, everybody is just um, their favorite missionary. That's what people know, missionary stuff, when there's so many different other positions out there. So once again, I think that porn does help with that because at that moment, you can create your own movie or your own star. Mm. watching what other people do yeah i think so too because that's kind of equivalent to you going to the party but you're not there in person mm-hmm. exactly 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 so yeah i think it's definitely something to build on for sure yeah this has really helped i'm sure a lot of people are like okay maybe i could move a few legs here and there and let me see what i can do with my time <laughs> <laughs> can't speak against it like I said people have just got to learn to feel comfortable with themselves 
They've got to feel comfortable within the relationships. They've got to stop thinking that any addition to the bedroom as far as toys or so forth is going to um, take um, away from the other mate because that's not true. It's definitely going to be an addition, um, especially when you learn to use the tools that you are using appropriately. Definitely. Wow. Yes. yes this is yes, this so. is dope. <laughs> <laughs> And like I said, um, the things that I speak of is because it's by experience. I do not tell my customers that, hey, try this out. I think it'll work or whatever. Everything that I do in life is by experience. I think experience is the best teacher. So I tell people all the time, live, go experience things, learn things. That's the only way that you're going to learn. But I cannot emphasize enough. Just while you're learning, be safe. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for bringing this to us and giving us all this amazing nuggets today. Wow, you're so welcome, Favor. Hopefully I did add some spice or some thoughts to someone's bedroom and someone's lifestyle. Um, definitely, that's what I would hopefully was here to do today. Yeah, definitely. If they can connect with you, how best can they reach out if they want to visit or check you out online? I know you mentioned it earlier, but what are the other ways that they can do it to get faster through to you? Actually, I can be reached on uh, my Instagram is um, curve underscore curator. I can be reached there. I do take DMs. Um, in addition to that, I can be um, reached. You can email me at cookie at lashes. That's L-A-S-H-E-S, the letter N, lace.com. Um, and you can email me there. Um, and other than that, you can definitely i'm always in clubhouse you can find me there under curve curator curve underscore curator as well thank you so much cookie i appreciate this yes no problem favor thanks for having me it's been definitely exciting um and once again i hopefully someone did learn from some things some of these things and we'll take them out and put some of it to use exactly you better listen (laughs) (laughs) thanks again definitely no problem all right All right. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.